What is the sleeping giant? The sleeping giant are the 70 million youth under the age of 19 in our country. That's about 25 to 30 million uh, teenagers, 13 to 19. We have a responsibility to shape this generation. After all, they will be the minds and the resource, the heart, the gifts and the talents behind future government, education, business, entertainment, and especially the religious movement in America. The sleeping giant. I want to call you to the greatest task before us as a nation, as youth leaders, to take the first step in building that relationship with NextGen. I know it can be intimidating, I get it, but it's important. As Plato said, if we are going to fundamentally change a society, we must start with its young people. And Frederick Douglass, the great activist, said, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And even the Apostle Paul had something to say about our impact with the next generation when he said, you have 10,000 teachers, but you have very few parents. So let's call this task before us, awakening the sleeping giant to become all that they can be. Let me explain what I'm trying to accomplish. I want to give you the, the, uh, the help, the practice as a youth leader on how to build your relationship with teenagers. As I said, it can be intimidating. Sometimes uh, it's downright fearful, right? To walk into a room full of teenagers and to know what to do. <laughs> but young, mentoring young people is really not that difficult. It is easy to look at the younger generation, to throw our hands up in the air, and to give up, right? To say something like, man, they don't want, to, they don't want us, they don't want her to be reached. I don't have the skill set to do. I get that. And, and in some ways, maybe you, you've had experience that, helped, that makes you feel that way. But here's the good news. Young people want to be mentored by older people. Oh, I've seen it. Drop the misconceptions. I've seen it. They're reaching out for someone to show them the way. The older set comes from a generation that taught us how to be morally biblical and conservative. The younger set comes from a generation that celebrates all things as truth, and they're pretty progressive. The older set was after this ideal of success, while the younger set is after an experience with success. <laughs> right? Show me. I want to see it. I just want to hear about it. However, the simple question is this. Will we put down our preconceived ideas as young people and as adults, um, these preconceived ideas that separate us, and will we build a relationship with this younger generation as a parent, coach, model, right, so, a mentor? We must, as adults, awaken the young people of the church We've got the greatest, the largest sleeping giant in the history of the church sitting in the pews. The young people in our church sitting there waiting for us to impact them, to awaken them to their purpose and, their, and the call, the design of God on their life. So how do we do that? What does that look like? As a leadership team, I want you to try these practical ways 
to connect with teenagers. Okay, these practical ways to connect with teenagers. These steps will help you build, um, as a youth leadership team, will help you build an effective next-gen relationship. Okay, think about that. An opportunity, right, is, is right here in front of us. Here are some practical ways that we can build our relationship and build a ministry with, with uh, teenagers, okay? It's a short list. I'm going to give you five things, okay? Five ways as a youth leader to build your relationship with teenagers. All right? Let's get, let's get practical. And uh, hopefully as we break these down, you'll be able to read, um, as we do every week, you'll be able to read um, the manuscript on these, okay? So you'll catch it on the podcast live, but you can also go to all of our um, socials, Jump on a link tree, and you can read, watch, um, copy all this out. Okay, listen. Number one, make an introduction and make yourself available to teenagers. I find that oftentimes it's just the handshake. It's just the introduction that gets you moving and into the relationship with them. Maybe it's a lunch, and young people are usually um, ready to have someone pay for their lunch <laughs> or maybe you just introduce yourself to them at the, in the hallways at church or at school. Just the, the introduction, you got to start somewhere. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. So maybe you ask them to come to your home for, for a lunch in, uh, after Sunday service and just hang out with the family. All right, number two, ask significant spiritual questions and master the art of listening. Listen. If you ask shallow questions, you get shallow answers. If you ask profound questions, then you get profound answers. If, if you ask no questions, you get no answers. So go after the deep stuff. Ask about their devotional life. Ask about doubt. Ask about sexual purity. Ask about their future. Ask about their friends. Do not avoid those difficult, uncomfortable um, issues because they matter most to teenagers and that's what will get them speaking and talking. Number three, take an interest in their life, their personal life, and their culture. Their music, clothes, conversations that might seem weird to you are natural to them. As a matter of fact, the styles and the trends that maybe you're used to as a youth leader have come back. And so talk about those kind of things, the classic run of styles to the present. Um, just look at the myriad of ways that you can connect with them. L look around at their music. Look at the shirts they wear. Look at the shoes they wear. Look at the haircuts they have. Listen to the language. All of that shows you how to build a connection with them by just observing. Okay, hey, number four, make it a point to know their likes and their dislikes. This is just good advice in any friendship or relationship. But ask a teenager when you're sitting with them, hey, what are the things, things that you like? What do you not like? Genuineness and authenticity will go a long way to cover up your lack of cool. Just showing interest in their likes and dislikes shows you that you don't have to be cool, but you have to be interested. Listen, to be honest, teenagers don't care if you are cool. What they want to know is do you care? Okay, to know their likes and dislikes, the uh, things that somebody uh, would, would, would be attracted to or would avoid, 
That shows you that you care for them, right? And that's way more important. Find out if they value words or touch or humor or sports or art or silence. It will help you bridge the gap, right, in building that relationship. Hey, number five, compliment their strengths. I love this one. God has given them unique gifts and talents and strengths, abilities, just like you. Celebrate their uniqueness. As you encourage and compliment what you see in them, you will achieve far more in their lives, building a relationship in their lives, than you'll ever accomplish with cynicism, right, or distance, right? Just simply compliment them. Everyone likes to talk about themselves. Ask questions. Everyone, especially teenagers, loves to hear someone else talk about them. So giving them confidence in a relationship with you really could be driven by compliments. Confidence, right, is driven by compliments. All right, listen, finally, use these principles in your first step as a leader to approach teenagers because our responsibility is to awaken this sleeping giant. And that begins with relationship. Set aside the awkwardness, set aside the fear, set aside the, the, the cool, and put some of these practical principles into place. And it will be much easier for you to build a relationship and to connect with them. I guarantee you, if you'll do some of these things, it will help you awaken the sleeping giant in your, uh, in, in your life and around you, okay? So start with these principles and uh, hang on next week because we're going to dig into more of these next week. And we're going to talk to teenagers next week and how they feel about uh, their youth leaders connecting with them. <laughs> what a great, you're going to love that as we talk live with teenagers to give us advice on how to connect as adults to them. All right, see you next week.